Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. My name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU and proud to be uh, talking to a few of our colleagues. We've got Stacy Hutchings, who's our VP External and Student Affairs. How's it going, Stace? I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, real good. Thanks for joining us again uh, from down south in Calgary. And we've also got our Communications and Member Services Coordinator with us today, Donette Kingians. How are you doing, Donette? I'm doing good. Happy to be joining you guys. It's been a while since we've had you on the podcast, Donette. Like I, I'm just trying to think here. Was, are we within a year? Has it been a year? I feel like maybe we did one in like April, but I could be wrong. You know yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Um, it seems like we're on COVID time nowadays anyway. So anything after March is uh, falls into the black hole of calendar days. So, yeah. you, so you never know. So we've got a great podcast for you today. Uh, we're we're going to be focusing on a number of new student services that we have here at uh, AUSU and recently added to our services platform. So it's going to be really cool talking about them. Uh, it goes without saying that one of AUSU's core priorities is to provide amazing and relevant services to our AU student members that complement the AU student experience. And so we've got two experts in the room. I'm going to join in a little bit as well. And we're going to be able to touch on on some of these really cool services that we've got. Um, as a student's union, one of our tasks is to continually assess our services. Uh, we're creating metrics that help us measure their success. And of course, a big part of what we do as well is being adaptable so we can always maintain relevancy in what we offer. And I think we're going to start to see some of that within our conversation today. Uh, now, of course, this obviously comes with challenges, as you can imagine. Um, however, I'm very proud of the services that we offer. And today we're going to be highlighting a few of our newest services. So if you're an AU undergraduate student, definitely keep listening uh, as this is going to be extremely informative and, and hopefully we'll have some fun along the way. So uh, Stacy Donette, are you guys ready to go? You bet. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, sounds good. Well, Donette, let's start with you. And I, and I know obviously you've got a large portfolio here at AUSU. Talk, to, talk a little bit about uh, what you do and all the programs and services that you're sort of responsible uh, for and what's on your to-do list type of thing. Sure. Um, so I am, my full title is Communications and Member Services Coordinator, which means it's kind of two part. I handle all of our student communications, which is our website, our newsletters, our updates on our voice magazine, the student uh, publication, our mobile app. All of our communications channels are all currently handled by me, although that's about to change soon too, because we'll have a new social media assistant helping out on that front. Yeah, no doubt. Very exciting. And we, I also handle all of the student services that we offer um, in terms of just managing the platforms, making sure they all run smoothly, making sure students have access to them, handling any inquiries regarding the, the services. Uh, we have a lot of services that we've been running for a while now. Uh, we always look for services that are going to be beneficial for students, no matter where they study. So most of our services are some sort of online platform or something that can be accessed all across the country. So some of our longstanding services include our voice magazine, which is our student publication. That one has its own editor that manages it, but uh, I help out a bit um, with our ads in that. We have our uh, pharmacy savings and eyewear discounts. We have a mobile app 
for student engagement. That's where a lot of the student community gathers to connect with each other, to get quick access to services and resources and events and anything related to kind of student life. Um, it has a really active chat platform. So if anybody's not on it, go check out the AU student mobile app. Uh, and we also have uh, a LinkedIn learning platform, which provides students with customized micro learning. It's sort of a complement to curriculum at AU um, that gives students extra training in areas that are important to them. So if you're looking to upgrade your portfolio, if you're looking for a little bit of extra help with courses, if you're looking to build your online presence for employment purposes, mm -hmm. LinkedIn Learning is a really great platform for this just because it has thousands of micro learning videos on everything from interview and career prep to time management to software skills, like learning how to use Excel, Adobe, Word. It has um, accounting basics and various accounting programs you can learn how to use. It has programming, project management. There's marketing and graphic design courses on there. It can help with grammar, writing, even hobbies like photography or painting. Um, there's kind of courses for everybody. And now that so many employers are going online to find talent, to find new employees, using the LinkedIn learning platform helps students to build up that online presence because the courses they take through LinkedIn learning will connect to their LinkedIn profile, which just means that there's more for employers to see and they can surely showcase their talents and successes by using this platform. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever I think about the LinkedIn learning service that we offer, I can't help but go back to a lot of student feedback. And and Stacey, you've probably heard some of this as well, you know, just with some of the work that you do with the Member Engagement and Communications Committee, to which you're the chair of. Uh, that's one of our one of our major committees here at AUSU. And that is the feedback that we get from students that they're constantly looking for opportunities to be able to bring in online components into their learning. And so I know video content or audio content is such an easy add-on uh, to any type of learning environment. But um, Stacy, from either your own experience or even just conversations that you've had within MEC, sorry, there's our first acronym of the day, MEC, which is our Member Engagement and Communications Committee. You know, can you speak to the importance of us being able to bring in some of that online learning opportunity or the video content to help with the students and sort of getting into some of those courses that maybe are a little bit more reading and text heavy. You know, are those conversations that you guys are having? When I think about LinkedIn learning, um, I think about those soft skills that you need for employment or just personal growth. And um, they're not really facilitated through AU specifically right now through courses. So I think it's like a really great resource to reach out and get those Excel and Word skills that, um, you know, employers are looking for. But also it's in a, a little bit more of an accessible format, which I think is what you were kind of alluding to. Um, right now, a lot of content with course content at AU is very text heavy. So it's nice to kind of have a way to learn that's a little bit make your brain feel a little more refreshed because you're not just sitting there reading constantly. It's a little more engaging and, you know, having that content to kind of 
um, improve yourself beyond a university degree is something that um, students are always kind of looking for. Yeah, absolutely, Stace. Um, and, and again, Donna, can you speak a little bit more to, you know, even some of the uh, increases in, you know, the activity that's happening within that service at LinkedIn Learning? I mean, nowadays, we're starting to see our numbers spike in that area, aren't we? We are. I think more students are finding ways that the platform is useful for them, not only in their career goals, but in their course goals as well. Um, Some of the most popular courses lately actually have been ranging from programming foundations, students that are in, say, um, science courses, Mm -hmm. uh, computer Mm -hmm. courses that are looking for some extra help on JavaScript or Python or one of those programming languages or people that are looking for just a little bit of extra help with say statistics or marketing that it would benefit them to be able to see something visually. But we're also seeing a lot more students coming in to just learn some basic life skills. Right now, the most popular video is the six morning habits of high performers. And the next one is time management working from home. So there's something for everybody to help them manage their lives, manage their careers, manage their courses, but it's definitely growing. We, in the lot in 2020, we've had about a hundred thousand courses and videos viewed on our LinkedIn learning platform. Wow. So that's huge. Being watched by EU students. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a ton. That is a lot. So if anybody's not on there, they should definitely go check it out on our website. Just go to ausu.org under services and look for LinkedIn learning. And who wouldn't want to watch a few videos on statistics? Actually, I shouldn't say that. I love my econ classes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I shouldn't pick on them because um, I always found those really interesting. Um, let's actually springboard into some of our in our new services that we've just brought in. Um, this has been really exciting because... I don't know if there's been a time of growth that AUSU has had that has been as big as what it's been over the last couple of years. And that growth has shown up in a number of different ways. One of them is in the amount of services that we're going to offer. And we've got a couple uh, new services that we're going to talk about next. Specifically, the next one is actually not necessarily a new service, but rather a service that we had, but we are now going to rebrand or it's already been rebranded, I should say. And that is our peer course review. You know, the next time you're looking at needing to find a course and you're trying to figure out, you know, what, what do we want to do? What do I want to do next? What path do I want to go down? Where do my interests lie? What we hope is that this peer course review service is going to help you make that decision. Donette, can you speak a little bit about the work that you did? I know you did a ton of work behind the scenes on our website to be able to get this up and going, but um, what comes to mind when you think of the peer course review? The peer course review was built to be something that would be engaging specifically for students. So we know that there's course evaluations that go through the university, but those are for the instructors and students don't get to see that feedback. We really wanted to build something that meant that students could see that feedback from their peers, but in a way that was still anonymous so they could feel free to share their experiences on their course and be able to go in and see what other students have said about courses. So it's just kind of a confidential way to be able to rate that experience, be able to help out your fellow peers and asking questions that are actually valid for students. 
it's a simple rating system. How difficult is the course? How do you rate the course overall? Um, how do you rate the quality of the course materials? So it's pretty simple and easy survey to fill out, but it gives that great feedback right back to students. And so we built our own custom coded platform in the end to be able to show these results. So one of the things that we wanted to focus on when we built the new course reviews is to make it really simple and easy for students to be able to give their feedback on their courses and an easy way to get that feedback uh, out of it so that they can go see what their fellow peers have said about courses. It's a simple survey to fill out. It doesn't take very long. There's only about nine questions as well as a spot to just give some open feedback. It's completely anonymous. So you can feel free to share your experiences with your course. And then you can view what other students have said about courses in a really easy format to see what the overall feedback was, how students rate the course, how they rate the difficulty of the course and the course materials, mm -hmm. what their feelings about the course were overall. Yeah, I love it. Um, you know, when I look at what the old uh, course review was like, it was it was way too academic. It was way too similar to to what was happening at AU, and there was even some confusion within school uh, the students around, uh, you know, who am I filling this out for? Whereas, you know, there's no question the philosophy that we had going into this was okay. I'm I'm with a good friend of mine. We're both AU students. We're sitting in a Starbucks and we've got a, you know, a, a beverage in our hand. And next thing you know, I go to Stacy and say, hey, Stace, you know, what, how did you uh, enjoy your course that you just took? And next thing you know, a conversation would ensue. And usually a lot of those conversations are, are based on the questions that we now have uh, rebranded into that peer course review. And it's, it's super easy going. However, Stacy, from, from your perspective, again, both as, uh, as an executive and a student at AU, how important do you think the peer course reviews and that casual philosophy is going to be in helping students sort of navigate their way through their course plans? I've gone to a traditional brick and mortar university as well. And um, academic experts actually tell you to um, go onto websites like ratemyprofessor.com to um, see how, see, like look up a professor before you take the course and just see what the course is like. Cause they'll, yeah. they'll mention, you know, there's reviews there that'll mention the professor, but also each course that they teach. But at AU, um, courses aren't organized by um, a professor. It's organized by course. So you can't go on those websites and look up a course, which is where you kind of would normally go as a student to see what the course is about. So um, I like that AUSU has kind of filled that gap because you aren't able to go to websites like that to see um, what what's involved in the course, you know, what what other students think of it. And so this is a spot that you can go to as a student to see, okay, well, I'm interested in an accounting course, um, accounting 250, like what are other students saying about account accounting 250? And, and it kind of gives you um, an idea of what, what, what you maybe would want to take next and, and just help you kind of plan yourself and plan your academic career accordingly. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. Um, I'm also going to throw out there that we're also going to be incentivizing um, students to be able to fill out those peer course reviews. So if you do it, you're going to be able to put your name in for some prizes. And uh, the next prize coming up, uh, which is going to be uh, closer to uh, December, is going to be for a $250 Amazon gift card. So uh, no small peanuts here. We're going to be able to um, you know, reward uh, a lot of people for being able to participate in this service. And um, 
Donette, like honestly, the uptake on this has been incredible so far. We're seeing some pretty good numbers coming in for the reviews, aren't we? We are. It's it just launched uh, less than two months ago, I think, and we've already got eight hundred reviews filled out. So yeah, that's awesome. On this case, there'll be lots of feedback for students down the road, even. Um, so the more students that engage, the better this is for everybody. So fill out a review. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's like 900 undergraduate courses here at AU. It's not going to take long if we can continue at this pace. And um, you're absolutely right. The more people that fill it out, the better it is for everybody. And next thing you know, we create this huge database of uh, student feedback. And um, I think we've definitely uh, done a great job of rebranding this. And in many ways, we're always trying to sort of hit the sweet spot when it comes to services. And I definitely love where this peer course review is going. Uh, the uptake on it has been incredible so far. Um, I wanna move on to the next one here and get your guys' thoughts on this as well. Um, one of the areas that we really wanted to focus on and enhance here at AUSU is around career services. And one of the ideas that came about as we were doing our research uh, was a proposal for a resume review service. And this is all completely online. And we eventually settled in on this little company called VMOC. Uh, VMOC is an online service where you can actually submit your resume and get professional advice uh, all, all online. It's really quick and easy to use. Um, Donette, I'm going to come to you first to, again, just because I know you were a huge component of, of putting this program together um, and, and sort of getting it ready. Maybe talk a little bit about VMOC, uh, what it's about, and where students can get linked into it. Sure. So uh, VMOC is a platform that students can upload their resume to, and they get personalized feedback, and they basically get a resume score. So the platform will take a look at the resume that they've uploaded, give them a score based on benchmarks set by all of the thousands of other resumes that have been uploaded and again against the aspects that recruiters focus on. It scores your resume and tells you how you can improve it. So it will assess things like whether or not you've really showcased your core competencies and uh, whether or not you've you've met some of the targeted recommendations on on some of those top parameters that employers look at, like your your skills, your presentation, your academics, your achievements. And then you can rescore your resume to see how you've improved and continue to use that personalized feedback to really give yourself a standout resume, something that employers are going to give a second glance to. Uh, and if you haven't signed up for it already, it's a free platform for students who just have to go to the AUSU website at ausu.org, go to our services and look under career development. And then you can just sign up and get started fixing your resume app. Another cool feature of it that a lot of students probably don't know is that a lot of recruiters use AI platforms to filter out resumes that don't meet certain parameters that right. don't Right. competencies there and so they'll automatically basically just shuck out these resumes that don't have the formatting that is standard and so this platform helps to make sure that your resume is not going to be automatically tossed out by whatever AI program they're using so you want to make sure that you're at least up to speed and have a chance out there in the job market 
Yeah, absolutely. We just experienced our virtual convocation here at AU. And so, you know, lots of students are going to be out in the job market looking and moving on past graduation. Uh, plus, we already know that 80, you know, 80% 80 plus students at AU are working while they uh, take studies. And so, uh, career services and or that career development piece for us is equally as important as a lot of the other services that we offer. And uh, I think that this resume review service is going to be really cool. Uh, obviously, it just got launched. It's brand new for us. So I'm, I'm also hoping that the uptake is going to be really, really positive. The other thing that kind of um, stood out to me when I think about VMOC is they sort of gamify the whole process of, uh, because they're, to Donette's point, there's a point system. So they score it and let's say you your resume shows up and it's 75 points or 75% out of 100. Then they say, hey, you know what? If you do these few things, you know, now you can increase that to 85 or 90 or 95. And so it just seems like you're, you're wanting to get the best score you can and you're motivated to say, you know, here are some areas that I can improve my resume. And it's all online. It's super easy and uh, user-friendly. And so that was one of the things that stood out to me. Um, Stacy, what stands out to you when you think about, you know, adding this service into our into our family of services around resume review? Um, I think the resume is something I didn't really put much thought into until I saw a TikTok one day. And it was uh, a person who does recruiting and just talking about that, what you mentioned earlier about the algorithm and how it, it looks for certain words with certain jobs and how important it is on your resume to have that. And so um, ever since hearing that um, and, and learning about that, it really started to make me realize that the resume has become a more powerful tool than it was 10, 15 years ago. And, and you really need to make sure that you've got a, a product that really reflects who you are and what you're looking for. So I think services like BMOC are, are amazing resource for um, our members, and I hope everybody checks it out. Yeah, definitely. I think that those two those two services are going to have a huge impact uh, with AU students. And so definitely check those out. Stacy. I want to stay with you for a little bit longer. And I want to talk about some future thinking. Uh, you know, a big part of the work that you do with the member engagement and communications committee is to, you know, brainstorm ideas, you know, staying relevant, you know, what is coming down the pipe? What are some things that might be relevant for students now that maybe wasn't relevant two years from now? And, and how can we stay at the forefront of those trends? We are looking at um, a new uh, feasibility study or some proposals around a virtual food assistance program. Um, can you sort of, what's your elevator speech when it comes to sort of what this might look like and how it would serve students down the road? And um, again, this is sort of on that future thinking uh, model. Um, I think ultimately the, there's a rising cost to um, post-secondary education and that's not anything new to anybody listening to this. Um, it costs more to go to school and it costs more to live. So when yeah. we look at um, what impacts students, um, food insecurity is definitely a reality. And a lot of student unions across the country have their own food banks and we're in a virtual environment. So it's kind of like, it's kind of, you know, thinking how can we help our members who are in that position that, you know, nobody wants to be in, you know, um, you don't want to be sitting there worrying about where your next meal is coming from. So um, there's a lot of thought about how do you facilitate that in a virtual environment. And so that's something that we've tasked um, the MAC committee to kind of uh, review and, and come up with a plan. And we're just really hoping that what we develop is something that our members can access when they need to and, and something to be proud of knowing that we're helping to serve students in a really hard time. It's, it's 
COVID's probably put more of a, a lens on this issue. And, and I think the the more we could do to, to support our members, the better. Yeah, absolutely. And that was well said too. Uh, you know, I, I've got a soft spot for this program. I think it's something that uh, is new for us. Yet at the same time, uh, I know that this is on your work plan for the year and it's definitely something you're passionate about. I very much look at, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of this and uh, continuing to sort of work our way through the the research side of, of uh, looking into this more and you know, some of the work that you're going to be doing with Max. So great job on that. Stacy. as well, you've also got another initiative called Student Energy, and it obviously focuses a lot around sustainability and energy. Maybe just share a little bit about what you're doing there and, you know, finding an opportunity for students that want to get involved with student energy and some of the work that you might be doing with that. Yeah, I think ultimately um, something we hear from the membership is they want community. And it, it's, it's been difficult to do in the past in an online environment, but I think with COVID coming and, and people looking to more online opportunities for connection, it's an opportunity right now for us to expand what we do within our own virtual environment. And so looking at initiatives like student energy is something that um, is gonna be exciting. It's something that we uh, members can kind of get together and um, share a passion um, about sustainable innovation, about any, you know, different forms of energy and new technologies. And so we're bringing a group together and um, we're hoping to start our own podcast and uh, where we'll discuss those issues. And and I think ultimately we'd love to see a program that we can um, integrate with AU because there is a lot of um, AU academics that have research and expertise in this area. And it's something as a student, you don't get to necessarily know because, you know, you're, you're studying on your own and you don't know that this you know, academic expert that wrote this course that you're taking actually has really amazing research out there. And so uh, that's ultimately the goal is just to create community and find what other AU member, AUSU members are passionate about and um, getting together and creating something. Yeah, we definitely got some good things coming down the road, don't we? And I know that uh, a lot of the work that you're doing along with Natasha and uh, Monique on the executive team as well as council and specifically the MEC committee. I mean, it's um, sort of a joint, you know, project when you start to look at, you know, how an idea comes about, you know, how we go through the feasibility stage of it, creating these new ideas, piloting them if needed, and eventually how they become a staple within our services family. So, you know, we've got some good ones uh, and, and no question, there's some really great things coming down the road for sure. So, uh, keep doing the great work that you're doing because it's um, it's making us better and it, obviously students love it and there's a lot of really cool things happening. So the next thing, and, and I, I don't know if we kind of saved this to the end of the podcast. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but man, we've got a really cool announcement to be able to make right now. And um, students are going to be seeing more and more about this as we get into the middle of October um, and leading into November. Uh, our awards program is now live. Uh, there's no question, you know, we talk about COVID on the podcast every once in a while and, uh, financial need is real. Uh, it's something that AU students are constantly looking for and, uh, looking for some financial assistance along the way as they go through their studies. And I would say that there's no question that when you look at the investment that is made in our awards program every year, uh, this is definitely one of the things that, uh, is very cool for me personally. I love every time our award season rolls around and guess what? If you go to AUSU.org, you can go into our awards. The applications are open right now, and uh, they are going to remain open until midnight of November 1st. 
So um, definitely get in on that. Uh, Donette, I know that you are a huge, um, you know, component of, uh, of this every year. Uh, and piecing it together and having the awards ready to go amongst, uh, you know, members of our staff that are also contributing to this. But maybe just talk a little bit about the awards and uh, different awards that we offer and 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 we can just maybe start there. Sure. We offer a lot of awards. Yeah, we do. We do. But we, we've always tried to make sure that we had awards categories that kind of covered all of the bases so that there was something for everybody to apply for and really distinguishing our awards and bursaries from the ones that are offered through Athabasca University because ours are a little different. Our criteria are different and they're pretty open. Uh, Students can apply for any of our awards no matter where they live. There's no restrictions based on program or location. So other than uh, some of them do require a minimum number of credit to be taken, there's still something that anybody can apply for. Um, So we have basically with our normal award cycle, we have 25 different awards that people can apply for, uh, multiples in different categories. We have an academic achievement scholarship for people who have achieved uh, academic grades. We have a balanced student award for students that are balancing multiple commitments in their life. So if you're juggling, you know, family and studies and maybe work, you're doing it all. So we have yeah, a balance yeah. award for you. We have a returning student award to recognize students that have come back to university after two or more years away from formal education and just recognizing the challenges that is faced doing that. Uh, we also have a student volunteer award for people that give back to their community. And we have an I Go to AU award. This one's uh, kind of special because it's open to any student, no matter how many credits they've they've completed or not completed. Um, As long as you're currently enrolled in a course at AU, you just have to do a little video to outline what AU means to you, how it's important to you, how it's impacted your life. uh, And you could qualify for the I Go to AU award. These ones are all worth $1,000 each. Uh, we also have a couple of bursaries. We have a regular bursary for students with financial need, as well as a new student bursary uh, for students that are just getting started out in their studies and have between three to 11 credits and are in financial need as well. So we have lots of money to give away in lots of different categories. Yeah, yeah. And those are $500, those new student awards. I mean, our awards are ranging, well, besides those at $500, $1,000 a piece. It's an incredible program. I think it rivals programs that are at most universities across the country. You know, we're potentially going to be giving out upwards of uh, over $20,000 here this coming November. Now, with that being said, there's also something very special about um, no this coming November cycle and uh, the 2021 May cycle of awards. And Stacy, I want to come to you because um, Council has recently made a decision around enhancing or boosting some of the, the awards that we're going to be handing out. And it's specifically going to be looking at our surplus funds from 2020. And I know 2020 is definitely a tough year for many, many people, if not all of us. Um, you know, can you speak a little bit about uh, the decision that was made by uh, by council to utilize some of those surplus funds and uh, and what it means for, for council to be able to make that type of investment into AU students through the awards program? Yeah, for sure. Um, so last summer we had the opportunity, we were approached by AU and, and we were told about the emergency bursary they were doing. And so council 
um, agreed, like they 100% wanted to help out students. But uh, so we, we just contributed to that fund. But we still um, identified that we wanted to help students more. That wasn't enough. And so when uh, it came to uh, light that we had a, a surplus in our budget this year, 100% um, everybody was on board. This money needs to go back to our membership. And uh, we identified that doing that through the awards and bursaries was a way to make that happen. So everybody was very excited to get on board, get more awards out there for um, students who um, are either excelling in a time like this or getting trying to get through or having a hard time. It's just about helping everybody get through um, their post-secondary education and thrive. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for sharing that because really we're going to be doubling the awards program. That is unreal. And, and maybe one of the biggest decisions that we've made that has directly put funds back into the pockets of students. This has been uh, something that we've been talking about for a couple months. It's been very exciting, uh, not only within the executive committee, but also council. And so um, this is something that students can look forward to. Definitely go onto our website, apply for these awards. We're going to be offering more of them. And uh, the first batch of this is going to be in November. So uh, like we had said before, the applications are open now. They're going to remain open until November 1st. And then there's going to be an additional opportunity in 2021 during the May award cycle where we're going to be doing the exact same thing. So very cool. Um, Stacy. I high five you and all of your fellow counselors you know I, I know even as your ed you know there's certain things that we really get pumped up about and excited about and this is certainly an initiative that uh, is going to have a large impact or we hope is going to have a large impact on the lives of students and that was definitely the sentiment from the group wasn't it yeah 100 percent. it's just about helping um helping students especially students that are having a hard time right now and i, I know that a lot of people um are because of covid and, um, and you put that on top of being a university student that's really taxing and, and trying on individual because it's a period of growth. And so the fact that we can come turn around and really help um, people, uh, it just is amazing. And I really hope that people really do benefit from this. Yeah, that's awesome. There's no question that the next little while is going to be exciting, uh, not only because of the services that we're offering, um, you know, we're, we're moving into another year and uh, I think everybody's very much looking forward to 2020 going away and we can kind of start fresh with 21. So I think that this is the type of initiative uh, that AUSU can be really proud of uh, and reinvesting into our student membership is is something that's really cool. Donette, it goes without saying uh, some of the work that you're doing uh you know, within the organization, specifically around communications and member services is fantastic. Thanks for everything that you do within the services department and uh, making sure that student lives are, are better because of some of the work that we're doing. And uh, from your perspective, Stacy, obviously a lot of the work that you're doing on council and within uh, the MEC committee, um, some really cool initiatives coming down the, down the road as well. So um, for students that are listening, uh, definitely get onto our website at ausu.org. Uh, peer course reviews, definitely go and fill them out, win some prizes. The VMOC resume review service, uh, definitely get in there and get involved with that. It's definitely going to enhance some of the work that you're doing and uh, potentially help find you the next job that you're looking for. So, and of course, the awards. 
jump in there and uh, there's lots of money in there. So uh, let's make 2020 end a little bit better than it started. And uh, we really, really appreciate both of you coming on the podcast today. So uh, thanks, Donette. And th- thanks, Stacy. Yeah, thank you. Well, guess what? That wraps us up. Great job, you two. And uh, my name is Jody Campbell. I'm your executive director here at AUSU. And this has been another episode of AUSU Open Mic. Thanks and have a good one.